reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. So we'll call to the front our brother Sefas Akute and Michael Edu. They are going to share with us what God has done for them. First, Sefas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Your friend is Sefas Akute Ajabe. Mizuna Pastor, yeah, Pastor Charles. Eh, me BBC wo my brother Bumuna, first me di tu asafunenu. Me share Madam Fubi, eh wo akwento. Me di ka share wo China. Ena echire me ko share Hong Kong. Echire me say ko share wo Dubai. Inti the last time me share no no, me share wo eh ayi mesa Beria, me Frikofodia eba. The missani people now me chat to na chat to no we are na me ah we be mummy light we me driving me run no more we want me park here me park here na my boy no friend Amponsa Martin I don't say me free me say me free kufodia or so no so free kufodia na me koye me say me ti fafraha adenta haya no so oh yam kona me ko home me ufie no branti edi mechi na me ko chire ni me fie. Inti a chireno, oh man of friend, sir. Minu am a behoofy, oh my home if ye. And I may say, oh dear, one day, one day, member. Last week, Thursday, last two weeks, Thursday, Namuo, so to Gamunisipaho, Nami Quaka apply for building permit. Inti me one of friend me. Or say more, me say more so to. Or say so to the area, so to infa, me say more assembly so. It was so about the family now. I caught them in the fee. The more three, four minutes better, or dinner car, a buyer. Or by a dear me, a crowd, see, or see your coin, 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 Inti na debia na ofosu mi se ya mi su mi tobi na wo hia so etu de yakopon le boni pa ho ban inti ye di komo ana mi se o ma mi hwe etu no e no bora bedroom e no fa etu no e bae o pii na etu no kuta no to jira mani ma na mu se o bie etu no pese no bia se e no hwe pese no gunisem inti o hwe pese no gunisem no e ya six round e na o di pese ni chira mi so pra pra and me say master you fa etuo en chire ni paso sa oh penifo se etuo mo sum e na odi ma me 
Mimi GP say now me done the kakra me croku one pe wah. To that it is a hono and a kind abubano sabubano six and five and a few guni sem. Sana bako ewo etuonumo. It is by almost ten minutes now. Me ni numiya dunya yeti ho obianti min kasa yeti ho a bullet now ratni war numo ewo ho ho. It is. Mitiwa na me kai se eh e no osadi to so se later na ye start e kasa no no se o we die okumia onu di chire me so no katu no tu ya onu okobeti match charge no because our lances e fun so defo oh but time o di ma me no kamemi kuna makoku no ni fie oh but my me so me nyanya sa ma fa e na chire ni so e na me chia me kakra oh ena friends eh 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 inti bitiwa na me kai say around december no eh pastor eken my eye pledge bi ipona me ni ho na me ma charge e call me fie say onko ji check no emra inti me hu say sa pledge no a me do so no so e ka ho na atwitwa eje me de me ka to asori for no nyira nim say say yes say yan pledge ya yan pledge ya yan ni so Na bibi anko ye waya brabo mu. Amen. Ite be jira. Misa kuta misa. Ten million biyo. Mide yama asore no. Adi abwa for them asore no. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now I don't know how many of us. God bless you. Brother Sifas. How many of us understood him? Is there anybody here who did not quite understand? I'll do a quick translation for you. Give me a wave. If you are British and. Okay. So what he's generally saying is that there is somebody he met some time ago in various places and they got together finally in Accra um, somewhere in Sotum and then the person impressed upon him to come home and see his house. So he went there and this person had been telling him to purchase a, a pistol because he has one. So when he visited this friend, he asked to see the pistol. It was brought out. And the friend opened the pistol and removed the ammunition, the bullet. Not knowing that it's a six-round um, revolver, but there was one bullet left in the chamber. So only five came out, and he didn't count. Then he pointed the pistol at him and pressed the trigger. Nothing happened. When he took the pistol from his friend and also pressed the trigger, this time a bullet came out. So imagine if the time his friend uh, pointed the gun at him, it had been the chamber that had the bullet. He would be dead. And so he's saying that he believes. And you see, whenever something happens in your life, the Holy Spirit tells you usually why. It is so. And the Holy Spirit prompted him that we pledged in church in December. And it is because of his pledge that God has delivered him. And for that matter, he's bringing another pledge. You see, it's double pledge. I told you that this is a morning for double. Somebody, you are receiving double of something. Whatever we do in church is spiritual. Even 
giving money. It could be that you are sowing a seed for your own protection. This morning, whatever God tells you to do, when the offering basket comes, don't withhold your hand. Amen. Hallelujah. My name is Michael Edu, a zona leader, a man's zone. My testimony is about how God saved I and my members from being beaten by a snake last week. After the art of separating conference, we went for a meeting on Saturdays. And after the Saturday, we decided we were, I was working with my members and we were walking through the dark. And all of a sudden, one of my members shouted that there's a snake just in front of us. And what I could hear was there was a sound about something moving, but I couldn't see the snake. But all of a sudden, what came into my mind, I couldn't see the snake moving, lying down. But how come my member was able to see the snake? And I realized that it was the Holy Spirit who opened her eyes to see the snake. So I give these testimonies to the glory of God. And also by the prayers of our bishop, Bishop Dark. I think he came here last week Friday and he prayed for us. And I believe the prayers work. And I give glory to God. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord this morning. I see you receiving divine escapes. Every trap the enemy has set for your life, you are escaping it in the name of Jesus. Shall we put our hands together for the Lord? And you may take your seat as we receive another song ministration from our sister, Maui Rami Oklu.
appreciate our sister Mawirami. Clap your hands and let's bless God. And also for the testimony we heard this morning. Awesome. Mind-blowing testimony. What a blessing. Father, let this be the time of our lives. Minister grace to us. We enjoy your sweet presence and your blessing in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for Jesus. You may please be seated. Habits of great men. Genesis 26 verse 12. I want to welcome you to church this morning. I believe that God will minister grace to us and shine his light on your path. In Jesus' name. Amen. Habits of great men. We are looking at Isaac. There is no chronology in this series, I just pick and as the Lord leads, I just feel I should start with Isaac. And uh, I believe that there are a few things we learn from him. Last week, 
my opening remark about Isaac. You know, when someone has done something to be great, it is worth emulating. It is worth noting because it is the things we do that take us up or down in life. Amen. And um, so Isaac was great. We know that for sure. God blessed him and made him great. And in our year of greatness, we are looking at the things that make for greatness. So I began this series or a part of this series by giving some general principles. And one of them I gave you is that all things must work together. For anything to be good, all things must work together. It's your responsibility in life to find the set of things that must work together for something to be good in your life. Sometimes, if it requires nine things and you accomplish eight, you will still expect good things to happen and nothing happens because the ninth thing that must come to complete the set is absent. So we are believing God that we will have everything we need to be great. And so Isaac's greatness emanated, first of all, from his obedience to God. Few people obey God. Few people obey God. We are always obeying our feelings. Yes. You find a man who has married a woman and did not obey God. He just saw the woman's hips and he was blown away by the size. But God himself may be tweaking his heart to marry someone. But he will not. A lot of us are guided by things. Money. Who is your friend? Who is not your friend? Even a pastor. Which of his congregation will he pay attention to? Who, who, who will he visit? The one whose house is air-conditioned because already you'll be sweating by the time you get there. So you want a place which will cool down, not some church member in some zingle. Or a place where when you go, you get some money. Because some place when you go to visit, so oh, just this envelope for fuel. Then some to one you go, rather you are the one going to give your money. <laughs> you are the one going to give money. 
People are guided by many things. And Isaac was almost guided by economic circumstances. In the time of famine, everybody moved because it makes sense that if there is no food here, even Elijah, God sent him to a brook where birds came to feed him bread and fish in the morning, in the evening. There was water at the brook. The Bible says a time came, the brook dried up. And the voice of the Lord came to Elijah and said, Go to Zarephath. There is a widow there. Because when the brook has dried, it does not make sense to continue sitting there. So move on. There is no food here. There is no water here. Go to Zarephath. So it makes complete sense that when there is no money, there is no food at a place, you move to the next place where there is food. It makes sense. But there is a law that is higher than the law of scarcity and choice. And few allow themselves to be guided. There was nothing wrong with going to Egypt. In fact, you would be a fool not to go to Egypt. But Isaac factored in God. That's how to be great. And in his case, unlike a million others, God told him, stay. Don't go. Because uh, see, once a while, you are likely to hear instructions that do not make sense. God gave us our brains to use. The African brain is the most unused brain. That's why it's very expensive. The African brain is far more expensive than an American's brain or a white man's brain. The white man's brain is very cheap. Very cheap. The African's brain is very expensive. You may easily pay almost half a trillion dollars for one African's brain. Because it's unused. It's not used. The white man's brain is tired. When you take a plane and you are landing in Africa during the day, so you realize that there are, there's a group of people whose brains are not working. Yes. A white man cannot say that. I can say that. And when I tell you, listen, to, because it's even likely that your brain is not even working well. If, if for you not to understand what I'm saying means that you may not easily be. If you are very intelligent, you, you, you will catch what I'm saying that if you are a black person, you must be very careful how you use your brain because it is not likely to be working well. Bad leadership. Bad decisions. You, you cannot believe that human beings who have been to school are taking decisions. A country in Africa, somebody who has been to university abroad, top, top university, 
black he can sit down as a finance minister and print one trillion dollars one note yes when when hardly will you find i mean the british pound the highest is 50 american dollar 100 because the bigger the denomination the more you are you are you are sinking the economy into inflation then somebody can sit down educated and print one trillion one note somebody who has been to school as if it's playing monopoly but you and i should leave them and think about ourselves yes that you too if one day you are in power you get opportunity to to to, to be in power you will not use 13 million euros to buy pad pad euros so, so even the company that is producing the parts, they wonder, ah, but who makes such orders? <laughs> what type of order is this? We have never seen this order before. Pad! But somebody whose brain is working will do it. You too, what decisions I... You see, the point I am making is that the fact that we are Christians does not mean we must not use our brains. Yes. A leader whose mind is working will fill these chairs that are at the back there. Yes. If you like, stand up and see. <laughs> but, even though we must use our minds, leave a little room or a big room for God. Because he may give you an instruction that is not consistent with normal thinking. Like what? Stay here. Don't go. And Isaac respected God. If you will be great, you must make room for God if you want to be great. Because I told you the other day that your best ability is to destroy yourself. You see our sister who sang Draw me around. Do you enjoy the voice? Playing the keyboard. Yes. That is not her best ability. Yes. She has got something higher than what she did. How many times have you seen a woman playing the keyboard and singing? Where? Which theater? But beyond the singing and the keyboard is an ability that will dazzle you. She, she is well endowed with the ability to destroy herself. That is why we give room for God. So that when our stupidity is coming in, a higher law than our stupidity comes to neutralize it. That's all. That's why. You see people who take decisions. Decisions. They build and build and build and then they leave some. They leave the fear of God out. And when you leave the fear of God out, all you are left is yourself. And yourself is dangerous. Yes. I'm sure you've got enemies. I have enemies. You also have enemies. How many of you have got enemies? Yes, you all have enemies. Powerful enemies. Fetish priest. Mami water spirit. Village witch doctor. And yes. Some of you, some witches are chasing you. 
some malam, some spells. Somebody has spoken some words in the atmosphere. Curse, even curses. Curse. <laughs> but among your enemies, I'll give you the, your, your top enemy to find and locate him. That enemy, your greatest enemy, is yourself. A lot of the things we blame people for, we are the ones engineering them. You blame somebody. Blame somebody. But when you sit down and you think carefully, realize that you've not been of good behavior. God has given you a second chance from today. That is why a pastor wearing a suit will stand in front of you and say, give room for God. Allow God some. Isaac allowed God some space. In addition to his intellectual ability, his, his, his ability to see that there is famine here, let me get a visa, let me fill forms. Get a visa to Egypt. He had all those abilities. He still allowed God. And when God spoke, it eclipsed every endeavor of his. Everything he wanted to do was subject to God's voice. Many of us do not allow the voice of God to reign. We follow money. You follow a man's car keys. You follow pleasures. Some of you even follow offenses. Once you are offended, you cannot remain in one place. You, offenses will guide you. That brings us to the second thing we can learn from Isaac today. And that's where we turn to Genesis 26, verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. <laughs> Note the order. Sowing, time, reaping, and then the blessing the Lord. So we learn that Isaac respected the principles in sowing and reaping. There are many principles in sowing and reaping. If you want to be a great person, remember that you cannot be great without sowing. And reaping. You don't sow, you will not be great. You don't reap, you will not be great. How many of you want to be great? You sow and you reap. Now, when we say sow and reap, the first thing that comes to our mind is seeds. That's what we sow. So you look for corn seeds, wheat, rice. In our lives, we will hardly find corn seeds and wheat seeds to sow. But there are many other seeds apart from maize and rice and tomato seeds. Your time is a seed. The time you have is a seed. 
Your body is a seed. Your gifts, your skills are seeds. Your behavior, your demeanor is a seed. Isaac sowed in that same land. I want to give you some principles of sowing and reaping. The first principle is that life is a series of sowing and reaping. A series of cycles of sowing and reaping. Endless. You can add endless. That life is an endless cycle. Endless. And I think, I'm, I'm sorry if I omitted it the first time. It, 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 it is, it is, See, the, the key word is endless. You don't stop it. Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 22. While the earth remains, that is while we are enjoying life, while we live on earth, seed, time, and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. Should not stop. Should not stop. Seed, time, and harvest should not stop. You don't sow once or twice and stop. You don't get tired of sowing. Don't allow anything that stops you from sowing to prevail. Overcome it and sow. I'm standing here this morning preaching to you by the grace of God. I've been doing this work Sunday morning wearing tie to preach Sunday morning for close to 23 years. 23 years. That is officially. I'm not talking about the unofficial ones, then I will say 30 years, minimum. Minimum 30. But for about seven years of that work was not recognized. I was not a known pastor. I was not a known pastor. What do you think has happened to me in the 30 years I've been sowing and reaping? I've been preaching. Ungratefulness, wickedness, Betrayal, stubbornness, disloyalty from this work. I got one email from my husband. When I finished reading the, the email, I felt like stopping the work of preaching. Email. It's still on my, my inbox. Email. <laughs> Somebody witnessed to a brother. The brother became a pastor. The one who witnessed also was a pastor. One day that brother was misbehaving and this brother who witnessed like his father in Christ went to his house to advise him. He sacked him from the house and said, next time when you are coming, come with sense. Yes, this is the son telling the father. When you are coming again, come with more sense. You will feel like not witnessing again. There are things arranged in life to stop you from sowing. 
But while the earth remains, you must not allow anything to let you stop sowing. Don't allow it. Don't allow offenses to let you stop sitting in front here to do the work. Ebe, am I the one you are serving? It's God. Of course, when we are serving God and God gives us a pastor, our love for the pastor makes us do things for the pastor. Because the Bible says, if you don't love the one you can see, how can you say you love the one you cannot see? Yes, you can do something because you love a man. A lot of people do things for me. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I do things for my pastor. If I've had, I don't remember the last time I saw God. Even as I'm preaching this morning, I'm preaching because of my love for my pastor. Oh, yes. If I didn't love you, there's a way I can preach and pastor you. You would know that the man is a hireling. He's not a shepherd. <laughs> but beyond the man, there's God. Do not allow me to even stop you from sowing. In fact, let me take it one octave higher. Do not allow God himself, because God himself can disappoint you. This 22 years I'm talking about, 23 years, I was a student, became a pastor. The first major event that I, I encountered was the death of my child. Like, oh, thank you for being a pastor. That's the thank you I received. <laughs> yes. If it were you, say, nonsense. W what is it? Medical student, instead of concentrating on my work, I'm wearing my uh, suit every day with drums, going to preach. Is that what you do to me? Nonsense. I'm going. And that is what Job's wife told Job. That curse God and die. And Job said, never ever. Don't say it again. You are a foolish woman. He said, even if worms eat up my body, in that same flesh, I will see God in it. He said, I will praise him. There are some people, one, one hitch, one bump on the road, bumps them off. You cannot survive today with last 10 years seed. You keep sowing and sowing and sowing. Yes. You are here today because of yesterday's seed. You guarantee tomorrow by today's seed. So when you stop sowing today, you have taken away life for tomorrow while the earth remains. While the earth remains. It is a series and cycles of sowing and reaping. Do not let anything stop you. That's why I'm preaching today. Today, I can ask. The people to preach are many. Many people can preach. The work I did yesterday is what has given me the church I have today. And it's not a bad church. I can be in my office drinking tea this morning. But I need to guarantee my future. That's why I'm here today preaching to you. Most people don't think of tomorrow. So when offenses come, when pleasures, that, that some of you ladies sitting here, if an allergy comes for you right now, you will leave the church and be a, you'll be a hajia. Yes. 
allergic with Range Rover, you will leave. Because tomorrow is not on your mind. Which is also very African. Very, very, very typically black. Tomorrow is not on our minds. It's today. Let's chop it today. Yes. Say amen. Are you, are you in church? Don't, don't, don't allow it. Don't allow somebody's ingratitude to stop you from being kind. The kindness people show you today is from your yesterday's seeds you sowed. You will need kindness next year. So don't allow me to stop you from being kind today. Number two. Your actions are seeds that will bear fruits. Your actions. Believe it all while the earth remains. Your actions are seeds that will bear fruit. The act of getting up to come to church this morning is a seed. You will reap from coming to church today. Next week, if you don't come to church, it's also a seed. Yes. If I send you to school and you go to school and you learn, it's a seed. If you don't go to school, you stop on the way to kill lizards and pluck mangoes. It is also a what? A seed. That boy you allow to smooch you on Tuesday is a seed. Your actions are seeds. Get it right. You know, people, I, I don't know, I don't know. Well, that is why we come to church. Few people don't consider the things they are doing as seeds. They don't consider it. Yesterday I told, I was with a wife and a husband. And I told the wife, I said, what you are doing yesterday? You see, I've, I've said this to about three people in the church. So what you are doing, you are using your own hands to destroy your marriage. Thankfully, she understood me. But the first one didn't understand. Yeah. Till the husband emailed her packing orders. Yes. When I say actions, I'm not only talking about acts, the things you do. The things you don't do are also actions. I said, the things you don't do are also actions. By not doing something, you are acting. Stopping is a kind of movement. (laughs) When you are patient with someone, you've just dropped a seed in the ground. Yes. When you give water to somebody who is cursing you, you have just put a seed in the ground. You are sowing. When you go home and you take a geography book to read, you are sowing a seed. Your actions are seeds. The way you spoke to your husband was a seed. It's a seed. That nice way, that smile that came with your words, is a seed. 
And your face also that you crumpled is a seed. You talk anyhow. In fact, let me give you the next one. Because I, I need the next one to make the point I'm about to. <laughs> Are you enjoying the service? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The next one. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. The, the next principle is that time separates sowing and reaping. Time. Genesis 8, 22. Look at it. Oh, sorry, sorry, finish writing. Time separate. If you can't spell separate, ask your neighbor to help you to spell separate. Yes. You are reaping by not learning, not reading. Yes. What's the name of that, that football thing they, they play? Football. Uh, some. Kase. Kase, yes. When you are supposed to read and it blightened, you were playing Kase. That's why you can't spell separate. Playing Kase was a seed you were sowing. Yesterday, see, that's why today you are sitting in church. You cannot spell separate. <laughs> you, you, you will laugh, but it's serious. I'm telling you, when you go to the toilet and you take a book to read, graphic times. No, I won't even say graphic. Sometimes the English there is very bad. But you, you read it, you can improve one or two. Time. Now look at it very carefully. While the earth remaineth, seed, time, and harvest. That is, between seed and harvest is time. You are not likely to see the fruit of your actions today. If you do good today, you are not likely to reap the fruits today. If you talk to your husband anyhow, the result will not come this week. He will be angry. Hey, Abaya, then you say, Papa Sofo. Mina Okasa Chemisano. Hey! Mira. Minumiho. Pomibone Chemi. Then the husband calm down and nice family, whatever. But it's a seed. So that brings us to the next principle that the time, time, which we say separate seed and have a time makes us forget the seeds we sowed when harvest time comes. Time makes us forget. That is why many people are surprised today when you are of good behavior today. Because what you don't know is that what you are enjoying or experiencing today it's a result of yesterday, last week, last three years. Time. 
at the time we are reaping, we have forgotten that something we did. So most people are surprised because when the fruit comes, they look around them. In fact, they look at even yesterday. I was nice. I learned yesterday. <laughs> I studied yesterday. So why did I get an F today? What you don't know is that today's F is from last three months not learning. People forget. Look, life is not Jack and the Beanstalk. You remember Jack and the Beanstalk? Those of you who went to good schools. He brought the seeds and the mother got angry and threw them away. Nonsense. Is that what you bring for our, uh, was it a cow? cow? A big cow. You take a big cow to the market and you bring three or four uh, seeds. Beans. She was bored and threw it out of the window. By the next morning, there was a giant tree. It's, it's a fairy tale. <laughs> Watch out! The message I'm preaching today and even the work I'm doing today, I will repeat next year. I am eating fat from the work I did 20 years ago. That's why you must keep a diary of your behaviors so that you will, you, 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 you will be able to account all, all your behavior. Just write it down. Today, I insulted my husband. Yesterday, I slapped my wife. For the records. Because you will reap Time makes people forget. Time makes people... Because when the fruits come, they don't even remember when they sowed the seed. They don't remember. So, you are, that's why most of the time you say, ah, but I didn't do anything wrong. Because the memory cannot go as far as 10 years, 5 years. The next principle... I want to finish this today. We reap more than we sow. That's why you must be very, very careful. Life will shower fruits on you. <laughs> Life. We reap more than we sow. And it should make you think twice. For one act, you may get ten fruits from it. So we are always escalating our misery. Because you put in just one. That, it, it was just one word you spoke. Why are you reaping all these problems? Because nobody puts one grain of corn in the ground and reaps one grain of corn. So when you are misbehaving, when you are doing something wrong, when you are sinning, know that that one act, that one act, that one act, that one fornication, that one pornography you watch, that one not coming to church. Look, 
a pastor in Malaysia. He became a pastor. You know, he wasn't even a pastor. He was a, a real, I mean, committed church member. One Sunday, instead of going to church, he didn't go to church. He went to swim at a waterfall, like Boti waterfall. When, like in church, we are all here and preaching, and he, with girls at the waterfall, blowing time. And as he was under the, under the shower, <laughs> the water was coming. You know, snakes also like swimming. So there was a viper inside. True story. It came and dropped on his neck like a necklace. Pa! Beat him. Malaysia. Within a few minutes, he was unconscious. He spent six weeks in intensive care. Half of his skin came off. From just not going to church, oh. one not going to church resulted in hospital, intensive care, medication, pain, almost death. So when you are saying something, when you are doing something, think. Think very carefully because you are, you are likely to trigger, I'm talking about Isaac. You are likely to trigger more problems. That is the reason why we, we can fall back on what I said two Sundays or three Sundays ago. That counsel, when you are doing something, take advice. Go to your pastor. Go to somebody you, whose wisdom you can trust. That I want to do this. Is it right? Should I do this? Because that thing you do, look, when Esau sold his birthright, the Bible says in Hebrews that he came back to beg for it with tears. One act can wipe off your destiny. Joking with church can destroy. Like I was somewhere and I was telling them that at a certain age, you, you just got married, but, and most of you are young. Those of us who are old, with children, and so, at a certain age, we are not even in church for ourselves. I'm, me, I can stay at home and go to heaven. In fact, even the church quite a problem, because it is here that you offend me, I will have problems, but if I'm at home, I'm fine. Praying to God, waiting on him, turn my bedroom into a monastery. I am in church today because of my children. Yeah. By cutting church off, it's not just you. The, what you are, the problem you are introducing is a cascade of events. A cascade of events. By not being in church, you are making your son a homosexual. Please remember, as I end, that you reap more than you sow. When you are about to put a seed in the ground, think twice. Always expect more from your actions. If it is good, like I'm preaching now, is it good? What I'm doing, is it good? I'm expecting more. And I always get more. 
That is why you must be sure that what you are doing is good. Because if it is bad, you have generated a harvest you do not want to even know about. Some of us sitting here are having problems we, don't, we, we never imagined will come our way. From just a statement, from just a behavior, from just a casual remark, just one. I know somebody, the wife made just one comment. Just one comment. The marriage has ended, but it's still around. One wife saw a, a sheet of paper or whatever in her husband's pocket. Was it a letter or a note from a girl? And when the husband came home, she said, Hey, oh, oh, I've seen you. Oh, that, oh, that is it. 20 years ago, 25 years ago or so, oh, the man never spoke a word. He's still not speaking. Oh. Because what we not know is that that, oh, is a, you see, it is five seconds, but the, but the fruits will take 20 years. Because you reap more from your five second seed. Oh. By not coming to church next Sunday, you have generated a problem you may not even be prepared to, 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 to handle. Shakabaya. Romaka. The, the last one is very disturbing. That is why Isaac sold. Be very careful. Don't expect the outcome of your behavior today, next week. It will meet you later because time eh, is time. Few seeds grow overnight. If they are, that's just a fairy tale. Real seeds, three years, six months, two months. You plant a palm tree, you got to wait, baby. You got to wait. You plant cocoa, you got to wait, baby. Which brings me to my last point. That some seeds give endless cycles of fruits. One seed you put in, you reap next year. But you reap again next three years. And you reap again next four years from that one seed. <laughs> some seeds generate multiple cycles. So you see that the school you didn't go to last five years, the learning you didn't learn, one not learning, you see that it shows up. When you go to work, you are not employed, you are a security man. Because you, 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 your brain is not, so they only give you the work of opening and closing the gate. Because your brain is not developed to sit at the top and determine what happens in 14 nations. So they sit down there, when you see a car, open. Even security, you sit, you go to places, you see that idiots are sitting there because, you see, the mind is not developed. Yes. He will not do any proper vetting. He won't go to the car. Who are you? Can I have a number? I want to call? No. Sometimes, when they see that the car is brand new, then they open. Once the car is brand new, they open. Because the brain is not developed. So it shows up in school. It shows up at work. It shows up in church. It shows up in the world. Wherever you are. So just one not learning, it, it affects every area of your life. Because one palm fruit, one palm seed gives you multiple cycles of palm fruits. So the problems never end. Today is about your work. The next day is about your child. 
from the same problem. The next day is about your school. The next day is about your ministry. The next day is about your anointing. The next day is about the, the same problem. One week, you went to smoke. You can't become a pastor. You, you can't take you at work. You are in the mental hospital. You are, so, so I'm saying, be careful. That's why, to be great, you must understand these things. What I'm doing today, I'm going to reap not just once from this message. I'm going to reap not just once. Multiple cycles. Some fruits also. When you sow, just one, like tomatoes. Once you harvest the fruits, it's over. But a lot of seeds, mangoes, you don't just want, you don't reap once. Orange, cocoa, guava. No, the tree is there. Vomiting fruits. <laughs> yes, vomiting fruits. I said vomiting fruits. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, please be careful. I just came to ask you to think very carefully. That's why Isaac, he sowed in that land. And what did he reap? A hundredfold. Because you do not sow and reap onefold. Be very careful. Be very careful. Life is a series of seeds. We are sowing and we are reaping. People sow and they are not even patient with themselves. But that's why I, the first point is that um, sowing, life what? It's an endless cycle of what? Sowing and reaping. Reaping. You see, you can sow and never reap. Because when the fruit came, you were not there. Offense took you away. Yes. You walked away from your wife. She has the children. The child grows to become a lawyer. Now you, are, you have got a stroke. There's a catheter inside your urethra. And you need someone to pay your fees. The child is not there because you were not patient enough to sit by the woman and reap the fruits. You were, you were stupid. Stupid is the word. I've been in this church preaching every day for over 20 years. Many fruits. I'm reaping. It's not the, when I come, I don't tell you. When I finish preaching, I go and reap at the back. <laughs> I reap. Some, some, some members I preached, I, I, who were my church members 20 years ago in Matthew. Yes, they were children. Today is my reaping time. Can you imagine today they are rich people working in the bank, have forecasts and so on. They come, they give the envelopes. Can you imagine at that, by the time they are rich, they are prospered, I've gone to Central. Yes. Because I was appointed a pastor and my appointment was revoked. I said, what nonsense is this? I'm going to my mother church. <laughs> Most people are not there. They, don't, they are not patient enough because it takes time. They're not patient enough. Look, today you have come to church. Eh? You will reap for me too. But by the time the food comes, you are not even in church anymore. You are drinking beer with some people. And the blessings come, they don't find you. The angel returns and you are not there. You will be there when your reward comes. So you will be there when your food comes. I said you will be there when your food comes. 
Isaac respected the principles in that were in sowing and reaping. Not the principle of sowing. Principles in sowing. There are many principles within sowing and reaping. Yes. And you must understand it. The one, one is that there's seed. Number two, there is fruit. You see, reaping is as important as sowing. Yes. There are some of the fruits. No matter where you go, they will follow you. They've got GPS. Well, you run away to London, it will follow you. Yes. Because really, it is in you. Some too, when you move away, it comes and you are not there. Remember also that you reap more than you sow. So when you are about to put a seed, when a word is coming from your mouth towards your husband, think twice. Yes, think twice because the, the, the the response you will get from him may be more than your one statement. Because nature does not allow you to reap the size you sowed. Nature allows you to reap more. If it's good, more. If it's bad, more. And remember, there are certain fruits, eh? certain seeds. You get multiple cycles. Not just one. Next year, it will come up again. The problem will come up again. Next two years. We make, we, we make you a shepherd. You are still smoking weed. Then we appoint you a pastor. You stop. Oh. Then we, we, we appoint you a pastor. Then you are sleeping with girls. Because the weed smoking and fornicating, it's all one basket. <laughs> it shows up. Sporadic manifestations. It just shows up. You get a job here. Then the same stealing problem comes. They take you here. The same thing. You become a, even a pastor. You are stealing offerings. You become an MP, you are stealing the road. <laughs> A lot of roads are stolen, have been stolen. Be conscious of seats, and you'll be great. Rise to your feet. Let's close. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, please. Just lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord to water the seeds you've heard today. And may you be there to enjoy the fruits. Rekotasa, Mazaka. Don't allow anything that prevents you from sowing or reaping. Don't allow anything that will stop you from reaping. Sometimes you sow and something comes to take you away. When it's time to reap, you are not there. You have worked that, then somebody else comes to eat. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. You are working on, mommy, stay here and eat it. Don't get angry and go away. Don't get angry. Don't have bad thoughts. You want to lift up your hands and say to the Lord, Father, may I be strong to withstand the storm that will want to remove me and prevent me from reaping. I've sowed enough fruits I should reap. I deserve a harvest. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. I forgot to say that there is also something we call the law 
of the failed harvest. But that one, that is not every seed you sow bears fruit. Some seeds spoil. So once a while, some seeds fail. You do some bad things, but you never get the result because the seed failed. So sometimes you can pray and say to the Lord, Lord, let the seed fail. Have mercy on me and let the seed fail. Let the seed fail. But most of the time, there's enough fertilizer in the ground. Yes. But I pray for you that some bad seeds you've sown will not grow. Yes. That that word you sowed, the mercy of God will prevent that seed from growing. That, that, that God will mercifully cause that seed to fail. Kabadaso. Kambalababa. What you did to somebody's daughter, what they will do to your daughter, you better pray and say, Lord, let my seed fail. I beg you. Because if you are to receive, if, if, if your daughter must receive 100 fold of what you did to that girl, when you finish, you didn't even marry her. What they will do to your daughter. But lift your hands and say to the Lord, Lord, have mercy on me. Let the seed fail. Let the seed fail. Baga zigandole bosha. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can you please close your eyes and let's pray. Father, I thank you. If you are here today, you are not born again. You want me to pray for you to be born again. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. You are not born again. You came with your friend. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. Remember, what you don't do is, is also a seed. Receive Jesus today. You will reap good fruits from it. Lift your hand if you are not born again. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Yes, it's a seed you are sowing. If your hand is up, come to me here. I want to pray for you, please. Come. Let me lead you in a prayer here. Lift your two hands, please. And say, Heavenly Father, let's all join them. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. Have mercy on me. I surrender all to you. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Give me a new beginning. I thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name. for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.